And here it is, my people. I am Ocho Diablo, and I will make today count. Happiest of Saturdays to you and yours. Please enjoy this in-depth interview with a magical, magical, magical creature. This is Ursula Lentini. She is a, well, I'll, I'll let the interview do all the talking. Thank you very much. Please go to UrsulaLentini.com for more information on her. I've enclosed all of her stats and things below in the bio. Thank you very much for listening to Ultra the Owl Radio. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe as it makes it easier for people to find this content and use it. And until next time, my people, thank you very much. I am Ocho the Owl. I will make today count. And together, let's increase the peace. Hi. Ursula, hi. Hi, Ocho the Owl, Emmanuel the Great. And here we are. Uh, uh, We've got to do the intro first. And here it is, my people. I am Ocho the Owl. And I will make today count. And here we are, my people. We've connected. (laughs) And I have on the other end of the line here, Ursula Lentini. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Thank you. My pleasure, my people. And it is my absolute honor to bring on Ursula, I was um, made aware of her, like of what she really, like her work by uh, a, a sister, a good friend. And uh, my dear, okay, uh, a little, little bit on Ursula. She is a licensed minister, a new thought practitioner, spiritual advisor, and healer. Ursula, thank you for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. I do appreciate it, and I, uh, I, my, it, 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 uh, it was a journey just to get here. As is life, right? I mean, every moment of every experience we've ever had has brought us to this moment here. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it goes up, it goes down, it goes sideways. We get stop signs. You know, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's just the journey, and the journey continues. And we think, oh, we've got it all set and everything's right, and then, oh no, that's not the way it is. And then there's more journey, and it's just, it, I think how we experience the journey or how we respond to the journey tells us where we are in our path and our spiritual path of awareness. Mm. And so life doesn't stop happening. Life doesn't stop throwing curveballs at us or situations and circumstances. The spiritual path walker is the, is how we respond to life's mm. curveballs. Mm. And that just tells us where we're at. It's just a little check-in <laughs> like check, check. You still there? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I've received it. Yeah, I'm embracing this challenge right now. No problem. What else you got? It is a check-in, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, m- magic right off the bat. Um, so my people, something that was very, very, very intriguing to me. I was, I was reading the uh, the email you sent me, and it says here that you have facilitated over four thousand individual healing sessions. 
I know. I can't even believe it myself because I count at the end of the year, you know, as a business practice, you kind of see what's going on. And then I'll be like, oh, my God, another 500. Wow, that's going to put me over here. Oh. And it's amazing because each session, even if I've worked <laughs> with somebody for years, each session is highly uh, unique. It's in this moment and who knows what's going to happen. It could go in any direction. And it's just fascinating. So when I put that number out and I look at that number, I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm saying, wow. Oof. Um, my, my, my dear, I have so many questions, but I, I'd, uh, I'd love to ask and um, just get into uh, internal family systems. Mm -hmm. And what, what's that all about? This is a psychotherapy model created by Dr. Richard Schwartz. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm not a therapist. I do this through my ministerial license. And because I'm licensed and I had letters of approval and, you know, I went through some hoops and jumps so I could do this work and facilitate it. He, it started because he was working with um, teenagers who were having uh, eating is issues and disorders. And they kept saying, there's a part of me that and a part of me who and a part of me. And he's like, what are you talking about? Hmm. Basically, like you could say my anger took over and spit was flying out of my mouth. And I didn't even know what I was saying. I was just ranting because, you know, when we're angry like that, there's a part of us that's watching us be so angry. And then the angry part has basically hijacked the system and has taken over. Hmm. So that's an extreme case. So we could think, say, if somebody runs worry, they could have the worry part of them driving the bus on the microphone of their mind, taking over. And every little thing is worry, 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 worry. But that's not the only part of us who are who is inside. Right. So if we can separate and turn that monologue into a dialogue, like, hey, yeah. worry, can you give it a break? <laughs> you know, I've got a playful part that wants to just hang out for a while. So when we can start identifying ourselves with our true self, the one in the middle, the Buddha self, the Christ consciousness, mm. who, who has no preferences, no agenda, no nothing, just is mm. chill all the time. Right. The closer we can get to that part of ourselves, the easier our life will be, the more we'll enjoy, the more we'll connect, et cetera. Wow. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around the, the, the thing you said. No, uh, Robert Schwartz, I've never heard of, but um, it, um, it, it, it reminds me of uh, something that I attended a couple of weeks back called Family Constellation. It's similar. So if you've experienced Family Constellations, instead of everybody personally acting out that part, because it's a, it's a long journey, that's like a three-hour process, and yeah. they might not get it exactly right, but you know they, they represent that idea or that thought or that vibration. So inside of us, uh, I'll take my client into a meditative state, we'll go into a very deep subconscious state, then different parts of them will be, they'll become aware of. So that part will pop up. So in the constellation work, you have a person representing that part. But now in this work, all those parts are actually original to yourself. Right. Huh. 
boy, oh boy. Um, I'm going to jump around a little bit, if I may. I'm following you. And I wanted to ask about the uh, pranic work that you offer, the pranic healing. Yes. So prana is the same word as chi. Yes. They use prana in India. They use chi in Asia. In America, we say life force and that kind of thing. Consciousness, energy, uh, God. It's all the same, interchangeable, depending on how you know where you come from. Sure. So, pranic healing was created by Master Choa Kaksui, and yes. he was a chemical engineer. So there was no woo-woo about him. If you've ever interacted with an engineer, like they're a straight shooter, they want the facts, you know, beliefs out the window. So they, you know, they're very, very um, specific in what they're talking about or thinking about. So he approached energy healing. He says, there's got to be a way to do healing energetically because everything is energetic. So when you put your scientific mind to work, you can see, yes, we learned that in fifth grade. Everything is energy. When there's a discord in our physical body that looks like a dis-ease or uh, some kind of discomfort or whatever, we also know that it's a somatic-related incident. So sometimes there can be an emotional experience and it gets embedded in the physical body. And if it's unaddressed, it can turn into sickness. Mm -hmm. He understands that. So he said, how can we approach this energetically to go back to the cause and work from the cause into the physical rather than from the physical, try and get into the cause like the medical industry does now. Right. So, and we don't oppose to the medical industry because those people are doing what they've been taught and, you know, it works to a certain degree. So we're more um, complementary to the medical industry. We can work alongside and with, and we do cellular healing. We do chakra healing. We do cord cutting. Um, it's a beautiful healing modality and why it stands out different from the other ones is we work on cleansing quite a bit. Or other energy healings, you go in and you just kind of start moving energy around or blasting with energy. Um, Master Choi has found that cleansing first is really a smart move because then the body will start vibrating at its original um, frequency once the things have been removed, mm -hmm. the blocks or the ideas or the pain mm. or whatever. Sure. How, how does the cleansing go about? Well, you'd have to take the class. <laughs> mm, got it. Got it. No, I was curious. Like, is it, does it vary from person to person? There's like one set of mantras and things that you do. It's, um, yeah, he, he, because he has, this is like a super evolved person. Sure. And when you come in enlightened, you're like, oh, what can I do with all of this power? Right. All of this knowledge. So he figured the best, the biggest, most important thing I could do to heal. And then, we wouldn't have to suffer. His, his main goal was to reduce suffering on the planet. Right. So he said, in order to offer this to everybody, I need to make it simple and safe. So right. he set up a system that is simple and safe. And there's even protocol books. So you could open it up like a recipe book. So if there's an ear infection, he'll do step-by-step step how to address that. Sure. Safely. Wow. It's amazing. It's fabulous. Um, 
And uh, this is one of the things that the uh, that the sister offers. Now, um, I'd um, I'd love to go into the past a little bit. Sure. As to how 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 this all started for you, how how this uh, how this uh, the, the genesis of this work for you. Well, the further I go into it, and the more experience I have with it, I realize that there's a line that just gets very blurry because this isn't my first rodeo. This isn't the first time I'm a healer. Um, I, I have history on monk and nun many, many lifetimes. And I spent a lot of time isolated and single and, you know, and I'm like, wow, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, you've been a nun. No, that's, that's why. Cause you don't, I'm like, okay, okay. So I do a lot of prayer meditation and that's super my vibe. You know, I just, that's where I am. That's how I hang. Mm. Um, and in this lifetime, my first spiritual experience was in the second grade. I was being raised Catholic all the way up till teenager. I was Catholic and I was in church and something just aligned. It was the lighting and the music. And the, we had a statue of Jesus with his hands out. There was no cross behind him. He was just hang, like a big statue floating off of the wall. And uh, he had his hands out in a, a pranic healing pose, by the way, healing pose. And I was sitting next to my little buddy and, you know, we were in all the whole school goes to church on Tuesdays or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got it. I felt the connection, the oneness, the beauty, the love. And I'm like, okay. And I started crying and my little girlfriend was an empath. So she looked at me and she started crying and I'm like, can you feel it? Do you get it? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're a kid, you have a bunch of amazing new experiences. So you don't, you know, that doesn't stand out next to the first time you rode your bicycle or, you know, the first time this happened. But in retrospect, I'm like, oh, that's the beginning of my recognition of what I knew. Mm. My grandmother, um, who I'm named after, she had people come into her house all the time talking with her and asking her to help them solve their problems. And, you know, she was like the family person like that. And there's many people, her sister was a healer Mm -hmm. and everyone thought, Oh, there's aunt Josie with life size, life size statues in her living room. You know, she doesn't even have furniture in there. She's got the chair she sits in. There was candles and palm fronds. And she used Mm -hmm. to lead um, pilgrimages to Fatima and, you know, we were just thought, oh, she's she's a little different, but we love her. Sure. But I'm like, oh my God, she was a healer too. So it, it just it runs in my family, it mm-hmm. runs in my history as a soul, and um, it's just something that's very very natural to me. Mm. So you were uh, you were uh, essentially you're picking up where you were left off. That's right. Wow. Wow. Um. That's the past, and uh, tell us where you are uh, now as of uh, as of this moment. Well, I'm in Carpinteria, and I have a home in Atlanta. Mm. So um, I lived in Atlanta for 16 years, and I was a realtor. I thought I would do like a regular job, <laughs> sure. and I was a realtor. And then 2008, the crash happened, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this regular people stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be my own weirdo self and see if I can find work that way because that's who I am. And if I'm going to, you know, go through this ridiculous crisis thing, then, you know, uh, let me d- at least do what I'm doing. 
So I educated myself because I'm, I have a professional standard that I like to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I educated myself in the different modalities and I've always studied spirituality, lots and lots. These two modalities that I mostly do are the ones that I found that have the greatest results. Mm. So even though I've tried other things and I know other things, these are the two I I really focus on. Mm. Um, So the last few years I'm like, I'm not growing and I'm not changing and I need to change. I need to grow. So yeah. I've always wanted to live back in California. I lived here for seven years before, mm-hmm. and this is where I think my people are, and I vibe this way and all of that. So I said, you know what? I'm going to start living in California, and I'm going to move back and forth and have two homes. Mm. So I, I set up all these situations and circumstances so I could have a solid landing. Everything mm. would go well, easy, you know, and I had a backup plan, and then I had a plan C. I mm. get here, and everything like puffs away and puffs of smoke and then the fires came and then the mudslide came and I'm like, Oh, okay. So now I'm in surrender mode. I'm in let's, let's watch and see, let's keep moving forward. So I have a clear direction. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how and all of that. And Mm -hmm. uh, I've been introducing myself to the communities in Santa Barbara and thousand Oaks. I go to global truth center and my best friend lives in, one of my best friends lives in Los Angeles. So I've got a little bit of a community there. So I'm just kind of establishing myself here and mm. moving back and forth from Atlanta to uh, California. I love it. And uh, tell me what, uh, what does the, uh, what does the future hold? What, uh, what do you wish to, uh, what do you wish to bring in? What does the next two years for you look like? Well, establishing communities, different communities, different groups, um, doing more workshops these days. Mm. I have a film background, so I know somehow, I just know that I'll be in doing film work because spirituality and um, moving into self-awareness and all of that stuff is going mainstream now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm in a perfect position to help facilitate that through film. And I don't exactly what that looks like. There's a, I'm involved with a couple of women who are pitching an idea for healing trauma um, just as we're speaking. So maybe that'll come to fruition, but if not there, there's other things and I can feel them. I don't know the players and I don't know what that'll look like, but it'll be me playing myself and explaining and expressing, you know, what I know or what I think I know. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I know what that's like. I see, see, seeing is that uh, you're a, you're the expert here recently within the past, let's say year and a half to two years, the amount of healing trauma work just, just from what I've observed has gone up. Oh, I'd say like 500%. (laughs) And just there's more and more people that are coming forth that are facilitating this kind of work. And God bless you and every single one of those people who are doing this because it's 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 so key to our growth. And the question is, and maybe it doesn't have an answer, but why? Why now? It's time. It's time. If you look 
so you know the idea on the spirit one of the one of the many ideas because I have a show called the way of the spiritual path and I have guests on the show and uh, a lot of my you know who I am and what I do is I explain the way of the spiritual path because it's not the mass consciousness way so there's a there's a you know, I, I even have a YouTube channel that people can go and watch the different things that I've spoken about. Yes. And what's happening now is evolution. The only thing constant is change. We have seen in recent generations things that have been secret, things that have not been addressed, things that have, um, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make it look good. So in the 80s, everything was uh, looking good. And it's like, no... And now we're just becoming more original and authentic and things are vibrating out. So we look at the medical mm-hmm. model. We look at the financial model. We look at the real estate model. We look at the governmental model. We look at, mm-hmm. you know, these different models, the church model. And there, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of shaking up going on. And mm-hmm. What's happening is what's, what doesn't belong is going to have to shake out and shake off. Um, there's mm. also a scientific understanding that everything's speeding up. So we can even just see in, in, in technology how things are speeding up. And now you, you, know, you can't even keep up with the latest phone or the latest this or the latest gadget. So there's a, there's mm-hmm. a natural speeding up of things. And when think of it, if you go on a bicycle ride and you're riding and then all of a sudden you're going faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. You can't look at every little thing that you're passing by. You really need to focus on what's important. So the faster things go, periphery stuff needs to drop off so we can all focus on, you know, what's really the point. And for Uh me, if you're on a bicycle, the point is the direction and safety. So when we have old grudges that are, um, you know, dragging us back and holding us back, Mm-hmm. When we have misconceptions of people or society or um, men or women, we can't move forward with all this encumbrance. Mm. This stuff has to come out and go away. And it, we can't ignore it. We've been ignoring it because we don't have conversation around this. We don't have, you know, even sexuality. Look how many different ways that people are expressing themselves sexually. We haven't had that in the last hundred years or so. So, and in the history books, they haven't written about it. Mm. So we we're just making all of this up as we go along. Like, how do we talk about this? And this bad thing happened to me. And, you know, I need to, I need to get it off and out of me. And then we have people who are like, look, I can help you. I have tools. We've Mm. got this. We're going to chant today. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And people are like, okay, just get it off of me. Help, help. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And um, in in your opinion, how uh, how are we doing? We need to keep doing it. I'm glad all of this is happening. And it may look like chaos. Sure. But that's a part of growth. I also call it teenaging. Right. Because we're we're not in full identity right now. Sure. So we, you know, the the typical question is, who am I and why am I here? Mm. That's being asked a lot these days, and people right. are changing their definition of who they are and why they're here. Mm. I think there's a lot going on in the future, and I feel like this is a a phase, maybe in this 
like you said, you know, five year past and then maybe three more years coming up. Like we're in a phase of figuring it out quick because we need to be ready because some bigger stuff's coming up. Mm. That's my sense of it. Sure. It's, um, yeah, I, um, I, I'm constantly learning. And uh, yesterday in my stack of podcasts, uh, for the uh, 500th podcast, as a matter of fact. Congratulations. Um, Dave, That's awesome. D- uh, D- Dave Asprey in his podcast uh, put on uh, Mastin Kip. I don't know if you follow the brother. No. But he is, he's as mainstream as it comes. He, he has the uh, Oprah Winfrey certification. Uh, and he's doing all this healing and trauma work. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really hitting the mainstream. And uh, like, uh, l- like you said, we're, we're speeding up so fast that this has to be addressed. Yeah. And it is being addressed collectively. Yes. And it is, it is such an amazing time. My goodness. I think we're lucky to be in this time period. You know, it's not oh. the dark ages where everything's stuck on hold. No. We have the freedom to choose something better for ourselves. You know, the divorce rate is incredible. Mm. rate is incredible. You can just look around and see things that are falling apart. So th- in the Kali, you know, you, you destroy the destroyer. We have to destroy in order to rebuild. And we're in a time period of destruction. Mm. Even though even the president right now, people are like, oh, my God, this person. And I'm like, listen, look what's happening. Mm. We it's like he's the adversary and we're being caused to have political conversations within a family unit. That's never happened before where I my joke is, listen, if you if you ask Gandhi, Mother Teresa and Jesus to all come back and ask the women to march in the streets for just one day, they wouldn't have gotten the results that what happened the day after the inauguration where all the women were marching in every city. Like, how how did that happen? So it was a negative um, situation, but the results are ending up positive. People are standing up for what's right, standing up for, no, we need to be a better person. No, we need to, you know, they're getting off of the couches and they're just like, no, 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 that's not right. This is what's right. So they're standing Mm. up saying, this is what's right. This is the direction we need to move. No, we can't Mm. treat our brothers and sisters like that. No, we can't rip the children from the parent. No, we can't. No, we can't. So without Mm. this kind of conflict, there is no people standing up. So we have to look at it from a kind of a cleaner point of view and say, okay, he's the adversary. And now look, everybody's straightening their act out. Mm. And we're coming together as a country, you know, we're Mm. trying to say, no, this is what we stand for. This is what we want. Mm. This is how we want to treat people. This is what's right. This is what's fair. This is what's good. Mm. As, uh, as, As stoicism says, the obstacle becomes the way. Yeah. Oh, and here we are. Um, well, that's, oh, that's, that's absolute magic. I have one more question for you. Uh, let's imagine for a second that, uh, let's say 300, 500 years in the future, you're 
uh, great, great, great grandchildren are listening to this conversation. <laughs> they would and, laugh. They would laugh and, at the ignorance. Go ahead. Sorry. And no worries. And you could uh, you could send them one message. Love. What, what would that message be? Love. Love. It's all love. Mm. That's the only thing that exists throughout time and space. Mm-hmm. Is that kind connection. Like any problem that you could find or make or create or want or, you know, beg for resolution. Mm. Apply love here. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. It dissolves everything. Apply love here. And, you know, we, we run from it. We, we cower. We, if the face of God showed up, if God had a face, and it is because it's everybody's face, if the face of God showed up and said, I love you completely and wholeheartedly, unconditionally, mm. how willing are we to accept that? And that, mm. that is our only resistance to um, dismantle. Mm. Apply love here. Mm. So simple. Oh, Ursula, um, thank you immensely for your time and for your words, for your work. Um, Let's uh, direct uh, the people as to uh, what you have going on, where they can find you and how they can get a hold of you. Okay. The easiest place uh, is probably Facebook. Mm. I have three Facebook. I don't even know how to do Facebook half the time. So there's my normal page and then there's my whatever page and then also the way of the spiritual path. Yes. Um, my website is easily my first and last name. That's U-R-S-U-L-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. I also it's... have a uh, YouTube page. Mm-hmm. I'm posting things there all the time. Mm. And then if people are wanting to find out more of how I operate or what's going on or some interviews similar to this, but I'm doing interviewing uh, the way the lighter side network Yes, uh, is a subscription channel. And I have my show, the way of the spiritual path. And there's 27 episodes on there. Mm. And then, um, you know, I'm just available. How 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 can they get to the Lighter Side Network? It's just the lightersidenetwork.com. Mm-hmm. And then they subscribe and then they can watch all the shows for all of history shows. There's four other hosts. Mm-hmm. And they have different shows too around spirituality and mediumship and all kinds of wonderful, wonderful shows and guests. So mm. well worth, you know, better than TV or you know, scrolling time and social media just to go and interact with these other shows. Mm. So, my people, you could find her at Ursula Lentini. That's U R S U L A L E N T I N E. And uh, follow her on the Facebook, on the Instagram. I do have an Instagram, but I just kind of post silly things there rather than serious things. So, okay. 
but I, you can find me there. Wonderful. And please reach out to, uh, what's the easiest, easiest way to get a hold of you? My phone number, I don't mind giving that, 404-246-6853. So many ways of getting a hold. Uh, Is there uh, anything else you want to leave the people with? I want to acknowledge you, Emmanuel, because the way you show up is very magical. You are, you're, you're just this very magical, artistic even the way you move through a crowd, you're just like <laughs> a ribbon of energy. And when I listen to your music, how you do looping, where you your voice is an instrument, you're bringing scat, a whole new expression. And I really appreciate <laughs> that you're doing these interviews and, and sharing with the world. I, I think sharing is very, very important. And I greatly appreciate you for reaching out and saying, hey, I want to connect with you. Let's do this show. So I I honor your beauty and I am grateful for you. (laughs) I'm very, very touched and appreciative. Thank you so much. Oh boy. Oh, and there it is, my people. Please reach out to Sister Ursula at one of the many, many ways to get a hold of her. And that is it for today. So On behalf of Sister Ursula Lentini, I am Ocho the Owl. And until next time, my people, let's increase the peace. Thank you, Ursula. Thank you. Namaste.